0: Hey, 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 and welcome back to another episode of the Nearly Nerds Podcast. My name is Lincoln, and uh, here with me today is Samuel. Hello there. Declan isn't here because he's a sore loser and nobody loves him. Well, our first uh, segment is going to be on... um, I'm sorry, I blanked. It is going to be a Nearly Nerdist... uh, Sorry, a Nearly Notice. We finally have a Nearly Notice for you guys today. It's a
1: segment. It is... It's segment.
0: Yeah. It's based off of a comic. It's called Strange Planet. I personally don't like it very much, but Sam likes it more than me, and he's watched more, more of it than I have, so Sam, would you like to uh, talk about it?
1: Yes. Hey, this is also a page-to-screen episode, so yeah. it's like... Yeah. We come this, in every once yeah. in a while.
0: It's kind of it's kind of a backup episode. <laughs>
1: to be honest, yes. The
0: page-to-screen is kind of a backup plan.
1: Yeah, we're, we're going to focus more on recording um, yeah. next year, pre-record and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways, so, Strength Planet. What is Strange Planet? So the comic initially was written by I think Nathan, Pyle. I think was his name. <laughs> Sounds Nate right. Pyle. Sounds about right. Um, I don't, I can't pronounce his name correctly, but very funny comics. Um, basically the idea is there are these um aliens on a planet very similar uh to our own, and yeah. they talk about everyday life stuff and. But the in an overcomplicating. In an it,
0: overcomplicated matter.
1: Uh, yeah, in an overcomplicated vocabulary, just a little bit. Like, they have <laughs> weird names for things. Like, they call each other beings instead of just people. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. um, they call, you know, they like, um, they call coffee jitter liquid or, um, alcohol mild poison and stuff <laughs> like funny, that. It's yeah. It's pretty funny. Yeah. Anyways, so the comics are just like little random comic strips, these random little, like, four They're popular characters. on social
0: media. I'm sure many of you guys know about it.
1: Yeah, but the, um, The show is an Apple TV show about it. I didn't know at first how they were going to do it. It has
0: more of a plot line, I think.
1: Yeah, it has... They're, like, episodic, so every episode is, like, its own little plot line, and it makes... It's able to fit in um, the same characters in that similar event. Like, you know, they have people on airplanes or flying machines, and, (laughs) um, you know, people at random cafes or whatever and there it's it's very I thought I think it's very interesting it offers a lot of real, like good comedy like actually good comedy and yeah. an interesting perspective on life as well mm-hmm. so yeah that's why I liked it and I figured you know since it's not as wildly known to everybody I figured I'd at least want to make it known to you guys because I think that it's worth looking into either yeah. the comic or the show
0: yeah it's well done but I prefer the comic to be completely mm-hmm. honest with you. Yeah.
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, they do have to make it so like the vocabulary isn't as complex, so you can at least follow along with what they're trying to say. Yeah. Rather than like going have to play back like what, what, do, what do they mean?
0: <laughs> and they call money currency and so. Like currency. That. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Very funny. Yeah. Or, or vibrating creatures or cats, uh, they call porcupines ouch orbs, and because uh, they curl up into balls and you, <laughs> you grab them and your hands are full of spines. That's Anyways, funny. yeah. Yeah. Very. I, I think that it's pretty good. But. Yeah, it is. Now, let us go into.
0: Harry Potter. The, the first. Stone. Yeah, the first one. The first book. Uh, Sam, what do you like about the book and why?
1: So, yes, in the page to Screen, here's what we do since just a little recap. We compare the book to the movie or the show. And, mm-hmm. you know, this is kind of a late one. We were planning on doing this a, a while back, but. Yeah. It got held up. So. Harry Potter, the Sorcerer's Stone, the first book and the first movie in the mm-hmm. series. Mm-hmm. Now, here's here's the thing. First book was written by J.K. Rowling, uh, and the main character. You know, if you don't know, okay, if you don't know what Harry Potter is, just go read the book and watch the movie. Yeah. Because what are you doing listening to a podcast about talking about this thing? I do that all not... the time. Oh. I guess. Just... I don't want
0: to. If you if you
1: then you're then you're Lincoln in that case. (laughs) Um, But basically, yes, this kid who goes to a wizarding school to learn how to use magic, um, and I think most people know about it. Yes, (laughs) and um, so the book. Here's what I really love about the book: the book is written just simply written so well, and the the idea the the world that they live in is what's known as a, or I don't know. It has what's known as a soft magic system. Yeah. And what that means is that their magic system does not have a lot of rules. Like, you'll get some magic systems that are, like, very heavily cracked down on, like, at least the Force in Star Wars, has kind of, the, I'm, as an example, has gone from hard magic system to kind of a, a, a softer magic system, because now you can do pretty much anything with the Force. Yeah. But, but before, in the original movies, they were just, like, moving objects with your mind, and that's, that's the force. Mm-hmm. Like, the highest form of the force was lightning, and that was it. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's evolved from that. But anyway, that's a topic for another time. The Harry Potter is, first and foremost, a soft magic system. Yeah. And that leaves some room for not explaining much how their, how their magic system works. Um, so it's like, you know, gives more opportunity for fun little twists and stuff like that. So you don't... Basically, the way I think of it is, you write this, you just write the story, and then make add some magic to fit that in into the storyline. With hard magic systems you, and hard world building systems, you kind of have to um, um, you have to make the the and hard world building systems you have to make the world and the magic system before you can sort of cram into the like make the storyline, and that can kind of lead to some difficulties. On the other, so with soft magic system, it essentially it's easier to cram in the storyline, and make it solely focused on the storyline, while also having that magic element in it.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, I really love the book because I mean I honestly find the book better than the movie, because I I finished the first three books in like less than a week, and Mm -hmm. so like I I started the book and I didn't think it would be that interesting. But then, it just really hooked me, because I had no clue what was happening. She Mm -hmm. didn't really give me... The author didn't really give me much what was happening, so I kind of have to... I I have to keep reading, Mm -hmm. and, dude, I stayed up late so much, because at the end of a chapter, every, like, end of a chapter, she would leave a cliffhanger, like... Yeah. And it would... It was just insanely hooking. Like, it hooked me to the book so much, like... um, like, the beginning, I'm like, why is this guy, why does this kid have a scar on his head, and why is he, uh, and why is he with these mean, mean people, um, <laughs> but, but it hooked me much more than the movie did, to be, to be honest, mm-hmm. and, uh, yeah, yeah, but the, in the movie, the actors are really good, like the, like the, um, aunt and uncle, Aunt Britannia
1: and uncle, um, right, yeah, yeah, and I mean, I think I agree with you. The way that she wrote the the books is just so compelling mm-hmm. because not only do you want to read through all of it, but you also have to sometimes... You might also be like, wait a minute. You have to read everything mm-hmm. because everything ties in um, to, the, to the climax. Like, everything is... Every yep. single detail is crucial to understanding the storyline. Yeah. Um, I just blinked. Well, <laughs> what... What was your favorite, like,
0: um, part of the movie? Like, sorry, not favorite part of the movie. Maybe the most compelling part, or maybe the most important.
1: I don't know. Um, well, I mean, I'll s- the most important part yeah. of the movie? Yeah. Well, I would say... Hmm, 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 hmm. Honestly,
0: um, it was probably the Quidditch match. Because it kind of got... Because when he was... Because um, when Harry... Was on a broomstick, kind of like falling mm-hmm. off because of a, scout, a spell casting onto them. They wouldn't investigate. I don't think they would investigate much further if it wasn't for that. Yeah. I feel like. So I, mean, I, think, I yeah. think that kind of boosted their um, suspicions. Right. And it just amazes me how much trouble in such little time those kids can get into. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> like it, it also surprises me because, like, um, right after she said, stay off. St- Stay on the ground no matter what happens, kids. And then they're like, right after Harry's told not to do that, he does it. And then somehow, he's, he levels up to being a seeker.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> yes, but his intentions were good anyway. So yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess that makes sense. Like they they probably wouldn't have cared too much if it weren't for the Quidditch match. Yeah. Um, I I wouldn't say it's the most relevant, but I do think it gives us a peek into. For at least for the end, it's important because it gives us a peek into prof- Professor Snape's and Professor coral's character. Yeah, because it's I, like you know you think that Professor coral is the the innocent, just quivering character who's probably not very yeah, I, well cut out. For throughout
0: the all the books, no matter what happened, I always thought thought Snape was the evil one, was like behind all of it. Like yeah, she throw it really throws me off like yeah. a
1: lot. She does a great job with that. And the thing is, uh, he's just loyal to Dumbledore this entire time. Yeah. And he's actually trying to help Harry, Mm -hmm. even though he's a terrible teacher, and in reality would be fired for the amount of verbal abuse he he shows to his students. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, Yeah, it also surprises me because Dumbledore is such a wise teacher, and he lets all this happen. Like... Sometimes I think his wisdom's just kind of an illusion, like kind of like a when you're a young kid and you always rely on your parents so much. Maybe Dumbledore isn't as wise as I think he is because he allows so much to happen that, that he could avoid. Like what? Like um, Snape. Like Snape. Like Snape is so suspicious. Like he treats the t- students terribly. And uh, oh, what's the guy's name with the cat? He wants all the Filch. Kids to- Filch. Um, Filch, how does he get a, he, he's like, like he, like I can't see why he should be a teacher because he's like. He's not a teacher. He isn't?
1: No. Oh. He's like, he's kind of, he's like the. Oh, the keeper, the, the land keeper. keeper or whatever. No, uh, Hag- uh, Hagrid is the groundskeeper. but oh, okay. Uh, Filch is like, um, he's kind of like the custodian, but like also is in charge of like detentions and punishments yeah. and stuff like that. I don't
0: know, he doesn't... His mm-hmm. his intentions don't seem good.
1: Well, here's the thing. He dislikes students because they're kids, yeah. and they're better at magic than he is, because he's a squib, <laughs> which uh. is, is like the opposite of a muggle-born witch or wizard. Doesn't
0: a squib show up later in the movies uh, to
1: save Harry? Well, Filch is... A, I, don't, I don't know, I don't remember. Uh. But at least in the books, I it goes into detail about how he's actually not t- classified as a wizard because he had wizard and witch parents, I think, but hmm. he just, re- for some reason, didn't get born with magic. So he, so he's like... But he has this weird connection with his cat. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> the other thing is Dumbledore is such a busy guy anyway, and also, throughout the first book, it, he seems more... Crazy than wise, he seems like this crazy old man who, like, he's a great, he's great with kids, but he's like, you know, eh, iffy. But then, like, you yeah. realize he's actually kind of a strategic, str- he's a strategic, str- strategic genius, yeah, because he's like, you know, just he has all these different ideas, and he's, um. You know he knows pretty much everything that's gonna happen. He's planned almost everything out from the beginning.
0: Yeah, like I, I, literally at the beginning, when Harry's a baby, he's like, he'll be ready. Eventually, he'll eventually be ready. But yeah. what I also don't get, I know it's his only family, but why would they put him in the such a harsh family?
1: Well, they kind of explained that in the beginning. Really, it was like he was gonna end up being so famous among wizards and witches uh. that he wouldn't want to wouldn't want Harry to grow up in a place in a place like that it would get to his head it would get to his head and also the Dursleys treated him terribly yeah and Dumbledore himself said that the the nicest thing the Dursleys the best the greatest thing the Dursleys had ever done for Harry is not baby him like Dudley or -hmm. else he would have become like monstrously greedy and Mm -hmm. kind of evil (laughs) <laughs> in a sense, so yeah. that's like the only thing he got a little bit greedy the best thing in, in the later books, I think. Well, not greedy, he just got like angry. I mean, uh, teen- I all teenagers would. do, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he just goes on a much, much higher level. It's, yeah, he Harry certainly goes through some character development, that's yeah,
0: he sure. goes through a lot, yeah. Um, and then then he also, um, you were telling me this a little while ago. He would break down if it wasn't for Ron. Yeah, like,
1: he would. If that okay. That's the other thing. Here's the thing, in the books, I'm gonna. We're kind of jumping back and forth, so try to keep up with us. Yeah, this. yeah, sorry. Um, book, movie, book, movie. Here's the thing, in the books, Ron is, super, is definitely he's more helpful. Not necessarily to say that he's like crazy cool, but that he's just like more helpful in terms of. He's Harry's best friend, and you know the the one that he really needs. And he's he gives he gives Harry all the good times and the um, he's like emotional support and also just at, he's actually a pretty good wizard. Especially yeah. he becomes even better in the. In Maybe the last I book. think
0: my theory is he got hooked up with the wrong wand, cause I don't cause. Um, I feel like the wand, or whatever you call it, the guy who takes care Ollivander. of it. Ollivander. He, I think he can make some mistakes, because I think uh, Ron, honestly, his wand, It's. I feel like he he is a good wizard, it's just his wand is always so wacky.
1: Well, it just, I think it just depends. Honestly, it's in his character to be like, kind of a little lazy, because mm-hmm. you're not lazy just like, eh, I really don't care about this, yeah. so I don't really want to learn it. It's in his character, but I think in the movies they took that to an extreme and made him more of a comic relief than an important character. Hmm. Mm-hmm. And, because, think about it, in in the books, Hermione, while she is book smart, she doesn't know a lot about the wizarding world. Mm-hmm. So, the... So, you know, what's the solution? You know, she... Um, she is good in certain magical aspects and actually read the books about Hogwarts history and stuff like that, but yeah. Ron... Ron's experienced it first, firsthand in wizard traditions and cultures. Um, that he's just, you know, he know he's a little bit. He should be more. He should be the guy that knows knows the knows his way around the place. Because Hermione, she's just all always has a nose, uh, her nose in a book and um, in in the books anyway. And so she's not very helpful in terms of you know. Where do we navigate the wizarding world? Because she's Muggle born, yeah. so she wouldn't yeah. know how to about the cultures of the wizarding world. Not as well as Ron.
0: That's what's yeah. That's what really confuses me. Yeah, I think that's something you don't really think about. Just a
1: kind of a flaw in her storyline. Well, that's the thing is Hermione in the movies is the one that basically knows everything. Hmm. She's like the mm-hmm. wild card of the group who it's, like. You know they—they they just use her to explain everything. Then and, Harry, and the I get the then idea. Harry, the
0: famous one, knows right. absolutely nothing.
1: Well, not that he knows nothing. He just is like needing help to take a step around, which I—I I feel like that's partially why I wish they would make Ron less of a comic relief because then he could not only be did, moral support, before, but be helpful in yeah. that area of guiding Harry. Yeah, before Hogwarts, do you think Harry went to school? Yes, he did. Okay. In the books, okay, he did. Okay. But he got bullied by Dudley okay yeah so he knows his way around muggles bro the later movies Dudley scares me I haven't seen the later movies uh I've, i haven't seen the last three I think okay he's sc- he's scary honestly a <laughs> big teenager <laughs> yeah he's like in the books he's like monstrously evil kind of because yeah. like so is his yeah. dad and his aunt his aunt okay that's Wait. the other thing in the mo- Here's the thing I, I kind of liked about the m- first movie a little bit Is yeah. that Aunt Petunia was more babyish Even more babyish deadly, like She was like, don't cry, don't cry, don't cry I'll get you, we'll get you two more presents Two more presents That's Thirty-eight that. presents Thirty-six, I didn't count it. Thirty-six, but last year, last year I, I had th- 30 Thirty-seven, 37. <laughs> It's like, yes, but cool. some of them are quite a bit bigger than last year You know I mean, I really liked that for, that first little scene um, with his with his parents uh, and with Dudley and uh, Uncle Vernon, and Aunt Petunia. Aunt Petunia in the books, you don't really see the full extent of her evilness. I guess until the second book, when she's like actively she actively beats Harry. I think yeah. at one point because of so- something he did, like. You know how he he used magic. He pretended to use magic or something, and it freaked Dudley out. And so she just started beating him. And she is probably well. Uncle Vernon is pretty bad, but mm-hmm. she's kind of worse because she act, She knows everything. She knows about. She knows more about witches and wizards than um, Uncle Vernon does because she had her sister was a witch. Yeah. So she's even worse for knowing the knowing like at least having a little bit of insight and just doing just being cruel anyway you know
0: yeah um my opinion of the movie is they kind of i don't know it kind of confuses me because like they're very slow in the beginning like they very they take it very slowly then Mm -hmm. all of a sudden like a half an hour he's already at Hogwarts um doing these classes and then like as if he knows everything
1: Well, not as if he knows everything. In fact, he's... I feel like they could have have put more detail
0: in the movie. I mean...
1: Like, I love the classes. Like, how they describe the classes and everything in the books. Yeah. It's very... It's much more mystical. And, you know, I think that they're very good child actors. Like, um... The kid who played Malfoy was very funny. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Just the way he played the character so well. Tom Felton, he's... He was he's actually in, the most experienced. He's kid in Planet actor. of the
0: Apes and he's just like Malfoy. He acts just like Malfoy. <laughs> <laughs> he always acts as the bratty guy. Well, like, not always, but he's it, Planet uh, of the yeah. Apes, he hates the apes and he's like treating the apes badly and taunting them and everything. Yeah. Uh, he's
1: And eventually he dies. He's actually a pretty nice guy, I think, in real life. <laughs> yeah, I think so too. And so is so is Snape. Okay, that's this is actually funny. So until so from the first movie until the fifth movie, Daniel Radcliffe, who played Harry Potter was afraid. was afraid of the actor who played Snape. I don't remember <laughs> his name. But he was actually, like, scared of him. Because he thought he was actually mean. Yeah. But the guy who played Snape was, like, really nice. <laughs>
0: That's funny. Yeah. And I'd be she treated the kids very The way nicely. he talks is kind of intimidating. I
1: think she has but a speech s- impediment. The oh, really? actor had a speech impediment, I okay. think. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah.
0: So now everyone... YouTube goes insane about... <laughs> his no.
1: voice He he made it work though He made his He made Snape's voice work Yeah Which is why speaks uh, speech impediment I think is why He doesn't move his mouth Very mm-hmm. Very Often But He did a great job
0: Yeah He really does Yep <sighs> And then Snape When Snape knows something He doesn't really do anything about it When he knows something Like He obviously knew something about um That he started What's his name Coral Coral because he was talking to him that one night.
1: Yeah, he was threatening him. He was like, you know who who your allegiance is with, I think. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, so it was... He knew that Coral was up to something. He just didn't realize the full extent. He didn't fully grasp what was really happening. And I think that's partially why Dumbledore... I think that's why Dumbledore moved the mirror into mm. that room because Snape was kind of like his inside man in a, in a sense. When you, as you learn in the in the later books, yeah, so and so Dumbledore kind of knew a little bit what was happening. He's like, okay, I'm gonna move this into as, as a protection, as protection for the Sorcerer's Stone. Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: so yeah, Dumbledore's pretty smart, not tying at all.
1: He's 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 I yeah, guess. he's pretty smart.
0: But sometimes I get a little confused why he doesn't do something about it.
1: Yeah, yeah, that I think that's mostly because. It's really not his to take care of, care of you know? Like, yeah. And oftentimes it's the Ministry of Magic getting in the way because it's like, you know, all the time, almost every book, I think, mm-hmm. he, like, well, not every book, but like, yeah. he leaves or is unavailable at near at the tail end. So it's all up to the kids now. Yeah, yeah. And because th- something has to happen. And yeah.
0: What well, so. I especially love about the plot that J.K. Rowling wrote. She ties it together so brilliantly well. She like like the chess. Like she's kind of using the common smart, like plot move but yeah. The chess board in the beginning and then randomly do the chess board at the end. Yeah. Um, but she ties she ties the plot together very well. There aren't too many random things that are right. kind of annoying. But the only annoying thing I found about the first one was the chess, the dramatic chess scene. Because Ron's like I'm going to put myself in check and they're like, "No Ron, Don't do it." No. And they dramatic the guy dramatically throws the like the staffs of uh, the um horse, the queen, the yeah. Queen. And then he, he falls kills. down and conven- and somehow passes out.
1: From- <laughs> yeah. That there are so many memes about that. Oh,
0: <laughs> okay. I you can go on for hours about those memes.
1: Yeah. It's it's yeah, it's funny. But yeah. anyways, um yes. There are there are moments like that in the movies, but I still think that they pulled it off. I think it was mostly just the script to the be The first honest. one's probably
0: one of my favorite movies,
1: yeah, it's a pretty good one. I think that one ties in the closest to the actual book. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and I think that it does a really good job of that. It's because the yeah. later
0: books it gets more and more complex, like she goes insanely complex with the later ones, yes, like she puts in so much,
1: yeah, and that's partially why they had to um. You know, for the sake of the movies, they had to, to do some stuff to, to what? To to fit it to to fit in the storyline, while not you know going off in the other direction, with the with the plot and stuff like that. So they needed to make to simplify it a little bit, Mm -hmm. which is a little unfortunate because J. K. Rowling's uh plot is like. Her timeline of her stories is pretty well crafted. Yeah, yeah. Because she just has to. She puts everything. She spreads it out evenly across the, uh, or unevenly across the entire, uh, storyline. Yeah. And so you have to pick it up whenever you read across it, and you're like, oh, okay, gotta keep that in mind. Yeah. That yeah. might be important. So. Yeah.
0: Well, the first movie is definitely one of my favorite. The first three books are probably, the best when you're like, around ten. Ten is a good age. I feel like to start it and then you just keep slowly reading
1: more and more. Yeah. But right. Your your brother, he hasn't read all of them, right? No. Um my yeah, he hasn't read he hasn't read the fifth one enough. Hmm. cuz that's because he's like like 11, 12. I forgot. <laughs> oh well. Um but yeah. So, definitely the way she wrote the books is quite smart because as the reader as the characters are aging up, so are the readers. So mm-hmm. you can just watch them as you grow older, and and or, or read the books a, as you grow older. So you're yeah, growing yeah. with the characters. That's why the the first couple books are kind of for for younger ch- kids, and then you get up higher and you start mm-hmm. to relate with the characters mm-hmm. more and more because you're getting older with them.
0: Yeah. Uh. Well, we should start moving on to our final segment. Uh...
1: Yes, but first. We'll you like so book versus movie book versus movie book book yeah just quick quick summary about that why why um the book i love how much detail
0: they give like it's it's very compelling with the classes and the spells and Mm -hmm. um the character development and uh it goes deep into detail so it kind of feels like i'm part of kind of feels like i'm part of the world almost right right and then. Then the movie doesn't do that as much, which it's a movie, so it's kind of harder. But yeah, but that's why I like the book better than the movie. But the movie movie's really well done.
1: Yeah, I think the movie does a pretty good job of following the book yeah. around, but that alone is not going to get you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get you better than the book, and also, just all the the characters that are done a little better in the are are portrayed a little better in the book. And that's why I prefer the book over the movie.
0: Yeah. Well, let's move on to the last segment um, um, Current Events. And this is a little, this is a, 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 late, a pretty yeah. late update, but it came out pretty recently. So people are still catching up and watching it.
1: Yeah. Um, so this segment, it, it's kind of a new segment. It's just yeah. discussing some of the yeah. newer projects that have come out recently and yeah. trying to track with it.
0: Yeah. Um, it is Invasion, a recent Marvel series with uh Samuel Jackson, who plays obviously uh Nick Fury. Nick Fury. And it's really well done. Like it it has to do with um those alien creatures. Why do why do I always forget the name of those alien creatures? That, the scrolls. The scrolls. The scrolls Yeah. It, it gets so it gets into so much detail about the scrolls like back scroll. Scro- scrolls, scroll, I'm pretty sure. S- scroll?
1: Yeah I thought so. It's S
0: K R U L L scroll or whatever, I guess, um, but they go into the backstory so well, and, um, like, but it's mostly about what the scrolls are going to do, but it's just super compelling, it's, it hooks you, um, it hooks you just, like, probably on the first episode you get really hooked mm-hmm. to see what's gonna happen, but they give in a lot of, like, personal life for, um, Nick Fury, um, I'm not gonna spoil too much, but it's I definitely, uh, I definitely encourage trying it out for you, uh, Marvel fans.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. So, this, uh, yeah, I haven't actually seen Invasion yet. Oh, you shouldn't. Um, oh, A Secret Invasion. Sorry, not Invasion. Not Invasion. Secret, secret Invasion. Secret Invasion. The new Invasions, Marvel series.
0: Invasion is another show, uh, kind of, very inappropriate not very inappropriate just kind of inappropriate yeah sorry about that i <laughs> forgot that there are two shows that like probably confused
1: that. you um yeah kind of like <laughs> never mind um <laughs> kind of like free guy and uh and a family free guy, guy
0: and freak and family man family man yeah <laughs> oh yeah that i had that problem in one of our first episodes yeah i think it was the christmas episode yeah
1: Second one like was like, the show? <laughs> <laughs> no, that, I heard that's very off-color. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah. I was like, that's not a Christmas yeah. movie. <laughs> so, sorry, I just wanted to clarify. Um, eventually, we'll get back on a consistent schedule because Especially- school is going to, at least for me, is going to be a little bit easier. R- easier because it's a consistent schedule. Summer, so, you have last-minute plans, and you're yeah.
0: like, uh-oh, I can't record
1: today. Yep. So we will twitch. Well to we'll probably a do more.
0: Uh, since we're getting really busy, uh, we'll probably do a lot of uh two switch between two people a lot.
1: Yeah, we might we might end up doing that quite a bit. And you guys need would start your own mini series.
0: I know, Declan I tried to, but Declan's like, eh But I don't blame him though. We have multiple things running. Right yeah. Now.
1: But um same time I'm yeah I'm sure you guys are as tired of hearing my voice as I am. So <laughs> Right. But
0: uh you can email us for suggestions or just reviewing our podcast feel free to review our podcast so we can actually know how well we're doing how, how many uh how you guys feel about our podcast don't uh, do too many
1: reviews please don't feel
0: free no 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 it can be bad reviews or good reviews uh just so we can know what, what to fix and how to fix cause we're young and so <laughs> yes. and uh feel free to tag us on Instagram to stay connected with us Uh, and uh Yeah, thank you for listening to the Nearly Nerds Podcast.